Welcome back to Good Vibes with JCB, a Broad Minds and More podcast. It is September 11th. It's towards the end of my day, and I'm just wanting to make an episode. I have started to stop making episodes, erased, deleted, removed, whatever you wanted to call it, over-edited, and now I'm just straight shooting from the hip and uh, just going for it, you know what I mean? So let's get the show started. So we have a number of topics to really uh, talk about. Um, let's first talk about personal development. So I'm always easy to give advice, but not so easy to always take it. But I actually heard some uh, advice, not just from one friend, but several friends about organization. Organization of your day, organization of your week, your month, your year, your goals. You know, there's plenty of books to tell you how to do it, what you should do, and why you should do it for. But the only reason that you're going to do it is because of your development. Well, that's what I'm really here to talk about. So I was listening to my friend Matt Onsis, and he it was we had a conversation a few weeks ago, and he was saying, well, why don't you create a daily to-do list or, you know, task list, and no matter what, you know, start calendaring your stuff, start calendaring your things, and so on. Then I was listening to someone else talk about, I think it was like Jim Rohn, he was talking about how he creates daily journals. He writes down the positive stuff and the things that he's wanting to achieve. And he has volumes, like in a library, of doing so. So it got me thinking. You know those uh, those cheap little composition books, you know, that the kids buy for, like, essays and things like that? I was thinking, I got so many of those, and they're all empty. You know, I've started and stopped journals. And... The main theme upon my journals, personally, have always been in sorrow and loss and whatever. So it's writing the same script over and over. As I look back at my journals in the past, I was like, what's really different in any of these? Not really much. The only thing that remains the same are my choices. But I'm a person of action and not just words. I say a lot of things, but I also mean to do them as best I can. So it got me thinking, why not write in the morning or evening or whatever my my short-term goals and things I wish to achieve and how I write out my word to somebody like, okay, I promised to like a friend David to, to give him a ride to church, you know, and um, things like that, you know, uh, or, um, you know, I've got to talk to my student loan advisors and get my student loan paperwork reevaluated. I've been staying that for months and haven't done anything about it. So I'm making a checklist of those things that are necessary to, and important to get, you know, taken care of right away. And that also can apply to your debts. How many debts do you have that you refuse to have any kind of dialogue, but you know if you at least talk to them, work something out, say something, look, I can't pay right now, or I just don't make enough. How can we work work this out? Is there any some, something a minimum can take? A lot of times, the debt collectors still do so. So think, that's just an example. But making a daily journal of your accomplishments, as well as your your plus your pluses, your minuses, you know, together. Making something like an action plan is really what it's boiling down to. You'll find more reward in doing so than just putting down the woe is me or even the just the simple moments. You know, my daughter 
Annabella. She's about she's 10 years old, approaching 11. You know how Facebook always puts those memories up from two years ago, three years ago, seven years ago, whatever? I've watched this little girl grow up so much, and it's been such an amazing ride. And I can't wait to see what's to come next. Now, I know the next few years are going to be difficult because, well, let's just say, teenage years for a girl is very difficult. They go through the emotional swings. They go through the hormone changes, just like anyone else. But it seems like the girls always have it the worst. Not only are they competitive against each other, but they also have another added element, the risk. I call the risk of sexual orientation and sex, period. You know, as I'm guiding her and trying to give her some spiritual and emotional maturity wisdom, you know, I still admire from the position that she is at right now. And that's the thing. Are we doing enough to self-develop, or are we just reading a bunch of books to tell us how to live our lives a little bit better? If there's no action behind your belief, then you're just a bunch of empty words. The Bible kind of talks about it. You know, it kind of says, like, if I make a sound, uh, if I hit a gong, but no one hears it, does it still make a sound? Well, apparently not. So, what we've got to think about is, is your development is dependent on your action plan and your plan of execution. Yes, I mean execution. That means that anything on that list, everything and anything, you're going to execute the best you ability. And if you're late, that's fine. But that's okay. Getting it done one way or the other is the most important thing. I think this in here in the United States, a lot of people are feeling helpless. They can't do anything. Or they're like, what do I do next? Well, I believe that all that's being done by design. Yes, I'm a little bit of a conspiracy. Conspiracy theorist. But at the same time, I do believe I have some of the secrets that can help you be unconfused. You know, tip number one, like uh, Jeremy Sykes from Psycho Man uh, uh, podcast, you know, detox from your media. Actually turn your phone off at night. You don't need it for an alarm. You can buy it a regular alarm. Turn off the TV for a while. Pick up a book, good book. You should start to develop your critical thinking again. Yes, critical thinking. Critical thinking is being lost more and more and more. Because people are so easy and eager to believe whatever's going to come out of the television, the internet, your cell phone, or your tablet. You know, I hear friends and family and so forth talking about the latest media craze. And that's a really dangerous time. For a lot of people, they would just choose to rather ignore it. And I was one of those. But something caught my interest. For those who ignore, you might miss something important. So I don't like to watch news too much. And I use my critical thinking of what's being propelled and what's being projected to, is it beneficial to me, is it detrimental to me, or is it just garbage to put me in an emotional state to be able to make an irrational decision? It's a big question that we all must ask ourselves. We watch programs on HBO like Bill Mayer, who... You could definitely tell that he's a liberal and a Democrat, and I totally appreciate that because I'm a liberal very much so. He also talks about Republicans and so forth. He talks about the presidency and what's going on. My question is, is his his program really helping people to understand what's going on today?
today. Some might say yes, and a lot may say no, but it doesn't matter. It's what you think. We're here on Anchor making podcasts. We all have a voice. Some people are using Anchor as an emotional release point, which can be fine. And I have abused that right, too, at the same time. I've talked about my emotional issues, my problems. I've sought help by seeking other people's advice. I've made it my problem, somebody else's problem. So part of personal development is taking total responsibility for every mental choice, verbal choice, or acting choice that you've ever made. Tip number two. When you're detoxing from from the media, just remember the world is not going to end just because you've missed something on Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, or whatever other media. You still have a choice. A lot of times we're not admiring the things that are going on in this day and age. How many times have you looked up at the stars? How much have you really looked up to see if the sky is really blue? Some of my people say it's whitish gray. Well, either way, it's your critical thinking and observation skills. Tip number three, always make sure that your choice is the best choice that you can possibly make. And no matter what fashion it is, no matter what it's, good, what it's towards. I learned this off, this little tip off Oprah Winfrey. She said something in one of her YouTube videos about the um, laws of attraction. She would say that in order to do or to be the best person, think about what is the best choice that I possibly make for the whole situation. Not of worry, not of consequence, but what's the best possible decision. Seems hard to some and impossible to others, but for the very few, making simple choices can make a lifetime of happiness. You know, uh, what is it, my tip on number four or five? This is very, very important. Be mindful of the conversations you carry. These things are so weighted. Everyone has a personal view, but do we also have a personal view to listen? So very few of us have have acquired the good listening skills. We have a selective hearing switch that is triggered by our mentality or emotions. Have you ever interrupted someone when they had a point to make that you definitely had to make in addition? Did someone talk over you? as you were trying to explain something, even though they had already been through the experience before? Or have you done that? Well, I think we've all done it at some point or another. But how much time have we spent just listening? Well, lately, since I've not been podcasting in a few days, I've been spending more time listening than I have been talking. Pretty amazing. And I've actually learned a lot. I know a lot of people will make a lot of decisions without even giving a moment of clarity to listen. So, be mindful of the conversations you carry and what you're listening to. It can definitely definitely affect you. Well, that's this episode of Good Vibes with Jason Me, a Broad Minds and More podcast. 
I just want to talk a little bit about self-development. I look forward to hearing from you. If you have time, on Apple iPodcasts, or give me a rating. I love it. Leave a comment. Always appreciate that. If you're here on Anchor, give me a clap, you know, or give a call in. Always love to know about your thoughts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Jason, hey, it is Maria. I'm listening to your segment here about keeping um, notes and stuff. And I was just talking about that with a friend of mine. I tend to pick up a notebook when I'm going to a meeting or doing something and then I forget where I put it and I start another notebook and then I start another one and I know what you mean those composition books that are hanging around I think I just need to get one and just keep it all the time and fill it and then move on to the next one because I get too scattered so thank you for sharing your thoughts out here bye Welcome back to Good Vibes with Jason Meets the A Broad Minds and More podcast. So today, Friday, thank God, or no, Thursday, excuse me, I almost said thank God it's Friday, but it is kind of like my Friday because I'm going to take tomorrow off. Um, I was thinking, I was listening to Patrick, we, we live on a planet, and he, you know, he he's he's a great guy, you know, he's got anxieties just like the rest of us, and I was really thinking about how to attack certain things you know, that we do every day, you know, and and and, the, and what stops us from accomplishing more every day. So I was sitting at my desk this morning, and I was looking at my pay, and I was calculating all the expenses for this pay period. And there's nothing worse when you have that feeling that all that money you made, all that hard work is going to somebody else, you know, um, and that responsibility, and so it just makes you feel, you know, kind of trapped, kind of miserable, like I'm resentful, why don't I make more money, and, you know, that whole thing of being thankful and grateful for what you already have before, you know, uh, what you want is really a big deal, so I was switching that feeling around from being ungrateful to grateful, I am thankful I'm able to pay my bills. I thought about what if I got into a bad accident? What if I lost my job today? What would I lose, you know, if if I lost my job? And, and that almost created an anxiety. I'm like, what have I borrowed against for myself? And it puts me in that situation like... Um, you know, like I've got, some, I got a cash advance, and I got a credit card. So I borrowed money that isn't mine. And so it's like every two weeks I pay my credit card off. I use it for my gas expenses, which actually it it serves two purposes: it pays for my gas and it boosts my credit. So there's a positive in that. Now I got a cash advance because I've had one for three years. It's just revolving, and there's tons of money. I think probably like total like $3,000 that I've paid in cash advances. I've, I've gotten rid of it before and then got right back on it, you know, because I hated not going without anything. Like, you literally, not even 20 bucks of cash I, where I can spend it wherever I want. So I started thinking about, 
you know, how my anxiety, how my worry is creeping on me. It, I mean, it really does creep me out, you know, at times. And so, you know, as I was thinking about this, I was like, what a horrible feeling. And so I was thinking about the rest of the world and how we think about that. You know, I was listening to uh, Sheena Diane uh, um, a little while ago where she was talking about how in Florida they're so underpaid, like literally underpaid. I mean, people are making, you know, 10 to 15 bucks an hour on an average, and they're supposed to live off of that. And, you know, you think about this country's inflation rate. Like, even in my own community, Stockton, California, if you're making 15 bucks an hour, you are not going to be able to literally pay for a place on your own. You just, you're just not. You're going to need some assistance somewhere. You know, and it's like expense after expense. And then there's like the other things. Like, say like your kids want to do sports. You know, and you can't afford it. You can't always afford, you know, what they want to do. But somehow you scrape by collecting bottles or collecting all your spare change or trying to do side jobs or or a side hustle. You're doing countless things, right? And it's just like you're always behind. And so the pressure of of wanting to do better is like, okay. And then it adds to a depression because you're like so tired at the end of the day. You're like, well, how the fuck do I have to muster the energy? How do I have little time for myself? How, how can I even buy clothes for myself? My kids come first. And that's a really, um, what I'm going to say is not really a cool thing, but it's it, it's true. It sucks. It really does suck. And if you can't pay yourself first, like some of the very prosperous book writers of motivation, if you can't pay yourself first, reward yourself first, you are in a really, really bad, bad situation, you know, and it just, it blows me away that how many friends I have are living borderline poverty. I mean, I don't know how many friends I have right now that they get food stamps, and they're working full-time, full-time jobs, literally. I mean, half their income just pays for their, their housing, not to mention their PG&E, and and so to hone this back into worry and anxiety and all the elements and things that go into that, that feeling and that living is really turning it around, saying, you know what, I am thankful that I can pay these bills. But not just being thankful, but create the strategy. So my strategy for this pay period is, Something's not going to get paid, unfortunately. But what's not going to get paid is going to get taken care of in a little while. Now, it's going to cost me a little more, you know, in in some bills. But something's not going to get paid now. And and unfortunately, it's going to have to take a step back. But what's not going to be paid now is not quintessential. So 
start calculating, okay, I owe 300 bucks to my credit card, and I owe 300 bucks to an, an advance, which only $255 that I borrowed that I actually used for myself, and $45 was like a processing fee. But if I can get, like I've said in my debt management, get rid of the cash advance and the habit of getting it, and get rid of my credit, you know, pay off my credit card, myself, 
started thinking about, you know, uh, you know, I'm doing a good job for now. I can do better, but I'm doing a good job. And there are definitely some things I really do need to work on, um, some paperwork, some financial things that I really do need to work on. And my advice to you is if you're not strategically trying to plan to save, like you literally have to plan to save. You can't even save $25 out of your paycheck. You're really in a bad situation. And I'm really in a bad situation because I'm like, what in the fuck am I saving? And I look at it after the, I was like, man, I'm not saving anything. I'm literally living paycheck to paycheck. And it's not really a great feeling. So, to feel better about myself, you know, um, yeah, something's not going to get paid. I am going to save $50 out of my paycheck. I'm not going to touch it. The next two weeks, I'm going to save another 50 or 150 um, out of my paycheck. You know what I mean? And I'm going to keep growing. And it's like, kind of like you want to grow a tree. Your life is kind of like a tree. You can either be a fruit tree. You can be an oak. You know, you can be whatever. But it, like, says in the Bible, a tree without fruit fruit should be chopped down if it doesn't bear a fruit, you know, and what that metaphor means is a use, you know, so some trees have good, great shade, some are great for lumber, some are for great for producing a food, and you got to look at it, your life that way, like, am I, am I providing a use out of myself? For myself, am I accomplishing the great goals that I have set for for myself? Am I am I really making steps towards it? Am I filling my well of success? And if you're not, stop what you're doing. Think about it just for a little bit. Don't be too hard on yourself and say, what can be the next best choice for myself and make it, you know, add to your well. Even if it's just a small cup of water, adding to your well of success. And if it's just adding $20, so $10, knowing that $10 you saved, that it doesn't belong to anyone else, but it belongs to you, and I'm just describing a monetary need, can go a long way. You know what I mean? It really can go a long, long way. And, you know, no matter what, no one can take that away from you, that, that feeling. Now, the government or who else, somebody else, a bill collector, they can take your money away. They can't take away your feeling of accomplishment. So let's see in our self-development of how we can attack those of us who are have anxiety and worry all the time. How can we defeat anxiety by looking at the elements and attacking those elements and taking them out one by one, layer by layer, kind of like an onion, peeling it back so we get the good stuff. Well, thank you for listening to Good Vibes of Jason B. I hope this has made an impact on your mind and see what you can develop for your future. I'd love to hear from you. And feel free to give me a call in or feel free to give me a rating on, on Apple um, Podcasts or whatever platform you're using. Or if you're on Anchor, give me a, an applaud or leave a comment. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks.